Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Sick Podcast, Talking Titans. This is rare waters for us. We're going into a pregame show, at least my first pregame show, probably since I've been podcasting, uh, where there is literally nothing to play for uh, in the Titans season. So we got a lot of, I guess, nonsense to go over, as well as who's going to play quarterback, who we're going for in a draft. We'll touch on a little bit of this, that, and the other thing. Sammy, start me out. Turn up your volume, because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast, Talking Titans. Ladies and gentlemen, 94 yards, touchdown Titans! He is the baddest man in the NFL, and he just took her to the house! The Sickest Tennessee Titans Podcast. It's going to be sick. Welcome back, boys and girls, to another edition of the Sick Podcast, Talking Titans. I'm joined, as always, by my two counterparts, Jarrett and Vin. Uh, boy, oh boy, I, I didn't really get a chance to voice my opinion on that last game. I'm really glad I didn't. Uh, I'll tell everyone right off the bat, I did not watch the game. I'm just going to say it straight up. I watched the first series of the Titans uh, watch Ryan Tannehill do what Ryan Tannehill's done for the last three years, and then I said I cannot do it, and I did not watch the rest of the game, uh, except for maybe like the last forty-five seconds because I wanted them to lose. Um, another game we got out coached. I know everyone's going to say, "Oh, we want to lose anyway, so it's okay, Mike. Don't worry about it. We'll lose another one." That was the right thing to do. You helped us. Uh, but that's obviously nonsense. This team continues to get out coached. Uh, they seem to have no edge, no desire. Uh, and the coordination looks like they're running around with their heads cut off still. I don't care who's hurt, who's not hurt. It's just Vin said it before we went live, and it's just the facts. This is a fucking loser franchise uh, that just is so – gives everyone such a long leash, and it's always happy-go-lucky. Nobody can do any wrong, and I'm just tired of it. I'm absolutely tired of it, and i got to hang my hat on it. We're going to get new coordinators next year. Vrabel's going to do better. And it's just I'm fucking sick of it. And I, I don't know where to turn here other than Marvin Harrison Jr. That would be the only thing that would turn the light on above my head. But, boy, oh, boy, it's been a rough few days. Um, I don't know what else to say, fellas. What do you got to offer? <clears throat> Well, I'm glad I'm I'm glad that you're back this week. We had we had your face on milk cards all throughout North Jersey. Seems like we <laughs> seems like we found you. We should have had Sammy put that graphic up by our, our boy. Shout out DJ Wet Four on Twitter. That's our number one fan right there. Oh, yeah, always with great content, our boy. Um, we'll have to have him on eventually. But Sal, that makes two of us, bud, because I didn't watch the game either at all, and it's not because I'm disgusted with them. I've been disgusted with them, and I watched every game this year. I was in the semifinals for my fan, one of my fantasy leagues, and you know needed to pay close attention to that. And unfortunately, that was more important to me at the moment than the Titans and watching Ryan Tannehill. Thankfully, I did win, so your boy's in the finals, so that's nice. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. I'm glad we lost. Every time they flash to the game, I actually have DK Metcalf on that team. So I needed to root for him a little bit. So shout out the Titan secondary for, uh, you know, his good day, but yeah, it's all, it's more of the same. They looked like they were competing for a while, but they can't finish. And that's been the story all season long, had a 
three or four games that we could have um, won went our way, we could easily be in the playoff chase right now and be, you know, eight and seven, seven and eight, really. Um, but things haven't gone our way. And usually that's due to the minor details of the game, which tells you it's somewhat related to coaching, at least on a certain level. We will see how the season plays out. I'm curious to see what it's like if we go five and 12. And if there's any dramatic changes, we should expect changes with the position coaches, the coordinators, but we'll see what happens with Vrabel. I want the season personally to be done with. I'm tired of talking about this loser franchise for lack of a better term, because it's, there's you lose things to talk about, but you know, if we want to find a silver lining, we are picking top five right now. Washington looks like they can compete a little bit and maybe get a win. And we slide up to that three, four spot where that pipe dream of Marvin Harrison Jr. becomes, you know, an actual reality. And to be honest, if we can get him, that's the only way I don't want a lineman. I'm sure we'll touch on that as things go on, but I would rather have a lineman over Brock Bowers. But if we can get to three and Marvin Harrison Jr. is there, you got to do it. No ifs, ands, or buts. With that, I'll send it over to Mr. Foote. Well, like I said, were you two negative uh, jerk dicks over there? I'm going to be, be the positive one over here. I yeah, that's a that's a new one. I got I got nicknames for everybody over here. I was the only one, I guess, of the three to watch the whole entire game uh, on Sunday. You want a paddle? You want a gold star or a it, cookie? Or it was a typical. It was a typical Ryan Tannehill football game. I was disgusting watching it because typical Rabel coach game. No, it wasn't because you know what? I'm, I'm getting to, I'm getting there because again, you two jerk tards are going to be all over my Grable when with the hundred million dollars they have next year, like Kayla's been saying, like TD's been saying, like everybody's been saying, if they go out and get a line and they go get pr- a protection and they get weapons for for uh, Will Levis and they have Tajay Spears, who's fourth in the league in rushing, I mean uh, total yards as a rookie, if they pair him and they do this right and they pick you know, top five and they get alignment or they get Marvin Harrison Jr. And they have a winning record. You guys are going to be all over the place like this. Don't, no. You know, all Vrabel no. this, Vrabel that. Isn't no. Coaching staffs. That's coaching a big if, You just threw see. 10 ifs into the equation there where we need yeah. a we need a lease. More if, things than went our way this year, our way. if things went our way this year and we eclipsed without interceptions, the three interceptions here, the interception in Pittsburgh, you know, we could be 10 and five looking into this right now. Okay. Jared. There's mistakes been made. Jared. I'm just stating facts. I'm just Who's facts paying here. you yeah. to say this shit? Nobody. It's just Is a it fact. AC? Is it AC? It's a fact. Are you it's the one fact. getting the fucking draft? Just think of money? it. Is that what this <laughs> is about? Don't, think, don't overthink this. Be as a fan. You can you can be totally negative, totally positive, and be in the middle. Oh, Ten and five. God, that was good. Sal. If you that think about good. it, you got the Wait, Saints you're game. You got Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. You're talking about you got the, the Saints game. Here's the thought. The if we didn't fucking run the ball on third and eight at the end of the first was... half, we wouldn't need Levis to go 90 yards down the okay, field to but, win the fucking game. But, but he almost did. But he almost did. There's there's hiccups in games. Yes, Listen. you got the Colts, you got the Saints, you got the uh, Colts twice, you got the Texans in overtime. We're coming off of a season with one of the biggest collapses in NFL fucking history, and then so, we followed up with a five win season. Look, I, I kind of find I kind of feel that Taylor you can't Lewan's even keep tweet, a straight face. No, I, I kind of feel like Taylor Lewan's tweet was towards maybe us oh about my saying God. people know, saying he's gonna talk shit about Rabel. Come on. It doesn't matter. He's a football guy. We're just three clowns, just like other other clowns on podcasts, Titan Podcasts, and all these other podcasts around the world talk about their team in a good and a bad way. 
Those guys actually played for Vrabel. You hear Max Crosby of the Raiders saying Vrabel's a good coach. There's a shit roster. Just like TD, just like TD has said and Kayla has said, because they have reporters. We talk to reporters on this podcast, unlike other, other podcasts over here. We talk to reporters that are in that locker room, talk to these players and talk to other players that they're saying Vrabel's not the issue here. It's the shit roster that, that it was inherited over here. So all you guys can make fun of me all you want. It's just there. They have to go build it now. You again? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna not, tell I'm you again. Vrabel had no part of this roster that he inherited. Oh, of course, but but if if Amy's been saying that they have to collaborate now, and John Robinson and Kayla again said that there were button heads last last podcast, right? Right, Ben? She did yeah. say that they both yeah, yeah. button heads before, and yep. now they have to yep. collaborate. Now, if Vrabel, I'm gonna give it to this: if Vrabel and Rand don't collaborate and they don't do it, yeah, I'm gonna say get get Vrabel out of there because may, maybe it is. Well, what is that gonna mean if they don't collaborate? If they lose another fucking 13 games next year, is that gonna be the final straw? No, I, 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 wait, no, time out, Vin. Who who do you want as a head coach that's gonna win with this roster right now? No put one's offense, gonna win with this roster okay, right but now. Put an offensive coordinator and a head coach on this team right now, and tell me who's gonna have more wins. Wait, Tell wait, me who's going to have more wait, wins. Question. Who do you want as the head coach? You wanted Rabel's head five weeks ago. Who are I'll you going to input there five right, right now? Who are you going to put as head coach and offensive coordinator to do a better job right here? Uh, with this team? With this team right now. That's uh, Who already has a coaching job? Because I can go down the list. It, it doesn't matter. Who's going to win more games with this roster? With a, uh, with a, with a Aaron Brewer center who has the most pressures and most sacks as a center in the league. We have a swinging left door guy at the tackle position. Shanahan's not winning this roster. And I'm a Shanahan guy. Shanahan's not winning with this roster. This really? Roster you has think 12... Shanahan's going for a fucking draw play run on third and eight? In it doesn't matter. If it, if, if, if it works, it works. But with this line, it's not going to work. How could you say, again, uh, Tim Kelly, can we all agree he fucking sucks? Can we agree that? So guess what? If you had Kyle Shanahan, guess who's calling the plays? Not Tim Kelly. So okay. how could it be? How could he not be better? These guys, we'll these guys are so bad. All year we've been saying all I they am. do is run on first down. All they do is run on first down. We've been saying the same thing for years. Nothing's changing. All we care about is running the football every fucking day. It doesn't matter if you have a shit quarterback or an elite quarterback. All we want to do is run and take the game in the last fucking minute. That's what the commentators say. That's what the players say. That's our brand of football. Well, guess what? That doesn't win anymore. That's it. We need an offensive-minded head coach. All the teams that are elite have them. Andy Reid, Shannon, go down the list. Miami, offensive-minded head coaches. Are you done? Can I go? Are you Am guys I wrong? Am I wrong? Are you guys? He's got, he's got, a, he's got an earthquake going up there in Roxbury right now. All right, are we done? Are you guys done for now? For at least the next two uh, minute and a half, maybe I can get two minutes. Oh yeah, no, you never get a word in ever, man. Go ahead. Nah, I don't. I don't. Okay. You, too, you know, I, I don't. To be honest, we'll, we'll, okay. put a poll, we'll put a poll up and see who talks the most. I'm, I'm sure right. we'll be real shocked at the results. All right, Steve, uh, let's go. <laughs> uh, you know, listen. Kayla, uh, Kayla did say last week that, you know, they didn't get along at all. This roster has been very lackluster. Do I think another head coach can do, you know, a better job right now with this roster? I don't know. That's neither here nor there. Maybe someone could win a few more games. But the truth is this roster has been pretty bad the last two years. And everyone we've talked to that's in the know in the organization said Ray was going to come back next year. Kayla also said last week if um, 
if there's struggles going into next year and early on they're not seeing you know this offense evolved into modern day football where you need to throw the ball i agree with you there sal you have to change i think running the ball is extremely important but look at the chiefs the last few years they went with the seven round running back last year isaiah pacheco you can do great things when you when uh you know you don't need derrick henry to win a super bowl you know what i mean in today's nfl He's great to have. We love him, but that kind of back is a little more old school and it's effective, but I don't think, you know, you're that's not the the right formula in modern day football. So right now I think Vrabel's gonna stay here next year. We'll see how it goes next year. I want to throw out a name at the coordinator position to get everyone a little excited. If Atlanta fires him, I would love nothing more than Arthur Smith to come back to this team and and we know Vrabel likes his buddy, so that's another you, reason why I think it could happen. Are you getting some of this DraftKings money too? Arthur Smith, first of all, he's got the worst offense in the NFL right now. That's number one. I know. I, two, I know, but he was, he was – he was, listen, he was – He was, he was not with that good. Two years. We'll see because, listen, you know it's a possibility. Vrabel loves his boys. Kayla and Toronto talked about it when, when he, he – you know, listen, I, I agree, and I still think it's going to be contingent Arthur on him. Smith. No. Him, accept, him accepting the fact that there's going I'm to be changes at the coordinator position. So I'll for, to. I mean, ahead. instead of Tim Kelly, yes, but that's I'm going to give you guys. If you guys want to talk about the coordinators really quick, and we're switching to that role, and Vin just brought up Arthur Smith. I'm going to give you two things really quick. A, I'm not giving up on Tim Kelly just yet on one season. One season because we didn't do it with, with um with Arthur Smith either. I'm not just giving up on it, and then it's gonna be coordinator after coordinator after coordinator after coordinator, just like we do with Mariota, and just so, just like we do with Jake Locker and Derek Carr struggled, and all these other quarterbacks. When there's when there's change, constant change, we're lost in the carousel with the quarterbacks. But if we're hypothetically speaking here, and we do get rid of him, let's just say there's a guy that I would love to try to give as a first year realm as an offense coordinator. It's Wes Walker with the Miami Dolphins. He's a wide receiver coach under Mike McDaniel. He's a variable guy, so who knows? Hey, if, great if, guy. If do that, huh? I don't. I don't want to hear variable guy though. I'm, I'm gonna be honest, but again, it can't get worse. I really think Tim Kelly is awful. You could say what you want about the players and what they're not, what they're doing and not doing, um, but I mean, like, we're running the ball on every first down. Like, like that. that if the players change, how? Why? Why would that change? That is. That is like deplorable that everyone in this franchise or everyone in this fan base can say in unity that we're running the ball on every first down. It's not working. Why are we still doing it? And yet we're supposed to be content going into next year with this guy again. I, I just, it's, it's not content really quick. And just, just let's, let's all, all three of us are very smart with football. So let's just think about this for a second. Now we have a generational running back in Derrick Henry, right? Okay, so who has it? Not he's not generational anymore. Okay, but, but we have we have or had a generational back with with Derek Henry, nine hundred seventy two yards. You have a, 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 a top tier wide receiver with with DeAndre Hopkins on the outside. Okay, who else is a threat to this offense that the defense is going to say, you know what? I dare you because I'm going to double or triple DeAndre Hopkins. And I'm just going to play one-on-one -on -one with, with the other two wide receivers or a tight end because Chig ain't beating me right now, even though he had a 60-yard uh, a game this weekend. Chig's not beating me. Nick Westbrook, Akina's not beating me. Chris Moore's not scary. 
The only two people we got to worry about on the Titans offense is Derrick Henry and DeAndre Hopkins. That's Tajay. it. We'll, we'll give Tajay. Well, no, no. Well, well, Tajay Spears is in the game, yes. But I'm talking about those are the, the true threats to this offense when you talk about Tennessee Titans football. That's it. So if you stop the run and you and you triple him, where's this offense going? That's why we need to surround surround this team with more talent. We need a, we need a Jamar Chase and a, and a T Higgins. We need those we need those those weapons around this young quarterback. And I think this year, like I've been saying this whole time, let the money let him cook. Let the money and the yeah, yeah. We have. It's, We're it's, gonna it's, see what happens. It's now or never because you know his relationship wasn't great with Arthur Smith. We get that 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 roster was bad. It took maybe two years for us to um you know go through those growing pains, but. You're only going to get so many chances. You know what I mean? So I think next year is it. That's it. Struggle. Yeah, I mean, listen, they have to do it right. This offseason can dictate the next seven to ten years for Absolutely. this franchise. So in my but here, here, if you draft know. well, if you, if you go spend money, uh, you know, smart and free agency. But just stop right there. I'm going to stop you. Then you can go on, Vin. What you just said, th- these this offseason and this it's draft huge. can set you up for years to come. You said now, that look the last – Four years, guys. Exactly. Look, look who was GM and look what the purgatory went. Look who the coach was. I'm tired of this, guys. All right, fine. We all know Robinson sucked, but we we can't act like Rabel had no part in any of these fucking I'm not disagreeing that he didn't. I'm not disagreeing that he didn't. I'm just saying Jarrett Cotton always wants to lean on J-Rob, J-Rob, yes. Yeah, I'm tired of hearing his name, too. I said it when uh, I think Hale Orteron was on. I'm tired of hearing that excuse. It's, it's, It's old. It's tired. And I think we have to have to deal with one more year of it. And if yeah. not next year, then that's then that's Again, it. If he's going to win Coach of the Year, bringing a shit box to the playoffs, he's got to get criticized when he can't make anything out of chicken shit. It doesn't yeah. it be one way. It has to be both ways. It's just the yeah. way it's going to be. I, I agree. But listen, from everyone we've heard, he's not going to get canned this year. So ridiculous. We're wasting well, our breath. What, what's the bar need to be for both of you? Like you said, for next the year, last for, ne- year. For next year I knew I want we need to we at least need to make the wild card spot, the last wild card spot. I gotta make the playoffs. You get to sell, you could turn it around in a year. I think, a, got, I think that's too low of a bar. That's all I'm saying. You, got, you saying win the division or you're gone? If they don't win the division. If we're giving this guy one more year with the hundred million dollars and the second year we're Ray Carton and blah 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 blah, they better win the fucking division. I don't care about Stroud, Anthony Richardson. Or fucking Lawrence. They better win the division. Well, the division is going to be very tough. I think if we win the playoffs, you know damn well that they ain't firing them next year if we turn it around in a year. But that's my bar. Anything less, which I think is a tall asking price because the AFC is loaded. You know what I mean? The Browns look like they're built for success long term. With but every that year, back. you know. It, yeah, I know. It's a carousel. But listen, you could turn it around in a year. The Bengals were, what, 5-11? and 11? They drafted Jamar Chase and, and went went basically should have won that Super Bowl if not for a few plays here and there. So, yeah, the bar, coaching. the bar is the playoff, sure. And if and if and if uh, you know there's not changes next year to the offense and the way we look in a modern day scheme, you know, then I think uh, we're going to see a whole new coaching staff, a whole new front office. I mean, not front office, a whole new staff from top to bottom, and uh, we'll see. But this this off season is the biggest off season in the last decade, in my opinion. You have all this money. You're going to be picking top five at worst, it seems like, at this point. You know, I hope Will Levis doesn't come back and we don't win a game because, one, I don't want to risk his health, which we haven't touched on that yet. I don't think he should come anywhere near the field the last two weeks, lose these last two weeks, hope Washington wins, hope well, Arizona is – got, a, what, two games on Arizona, so we're not getting them. But that third pick is up in the air if a few things go our way, and then we're talking Marvin Harrison Jr. territory. But – 
I want to get out of this year with, you know, we shut down Simmons for the year, so I, I don't see why we would risk Levis if we shut down our best uh, <clears throat> defensive player. Why not do it to our potentially – not potentially. I think he's our guy going forward. Could be our franchise guy for hopefully a decade, but I wouldn't let him anywhere near the field. Get a top five pick, spend correctly, build around Levis. You know, hopefully I'd like to see some changes to the offensive coaching staff. I'll stand on my Arthur Smith thing. I don't think he's a head coach. I think he's a good coordinator. Um, we'll, we'll see. That's a, We're just talking out of our you-know-whats because um, we don't know what's going to happen with that. But, you know, I hope there's changes to the coaching staff. And, listen, you never know. Vrabel could go if we finish bad and he looks it looks bad and they decide to play Levis. Hopefully, hopefully I don't think Amy would let that happen. But if they play Levis and he gets hurt, that's a move that can get you fired if he's not 100%. So, you know. That's about all I got to say about this team at the moment, though. I just want to understand why people say, oh, Marvin Harrison Jr. is out of the question. No, he's fucking not. Even if they're five, even if they're even if they win the next two games, he's not. A, it's 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 what, so what? You got to move off three spots to get him. Okay. No, maybe maybe cost you. Do they have the draft yeah. order right now? It's it's yeah, it's it's um, it's, this team it's needs the, a wide receiver. Patriots, Mike. yes, but here, here's my here's my thinking with the whole thing. As I pull up the draft really quick, draft order. Who's in it's front? It's the of Bears, us the right Patriots, here. the Cardinals, the Commanders, yeah. and then us. And and us. So right now, it's going to be a very loaded quarterback class. There's a lot of teams that need a quarterback. So Arizona doesn't need a quarterback. So if they don't want Marvin Harrison Jr. and they want to draft capital move down to let's say the Giants, and the Giants want to move up and get like a Drake May type. You're in the run for Marvin Harrison Jr. If one of these Although teams or two teams trade up, I you have Jaden Daniels, you have Drake May, you have Caleb Williams. I don't think he's. I don't think they're passing on him. I don't. I think we'd have to be picking in that spot, or you'd have to send them a king's ransom to move up. No, I'm not, I'm know, not saying that. us moving up. I'm saying we're going to sit yeah. pretty. So he could he could fall right to us if these I don't teams are going to try to move up in Arizona. Don't. I just don't. I could see Chicago taking him one if they want to keep Fields. You know, they've gotten progressively better his first few years in the league. Put Marvin Harrison Jr. on that offense, and they're, you know, they they could turn it around fast. I don't see him falling past three. I just don't, which would be okay because we're guaranteed one of the tackles if the two quarterbacks and Marvin Harrison Jr. go one, two, three, and then four and five. You know, we can even have the potential maybe for a Brock Bowers if we want to go that route, but. Unless we get Marvin Harrison Jr., I don't think we go anything other than offensive linemen. There's no shot Neighbors falls to the second round, right? No, absolutely not. He's not top top 12 12 at least. Yeah, yeah. Fine. Then if Marvin Harrison don't trade up, Marvin Harrison's gone, and then you get Malik Neighbors. Hey, Sal, we talked about it earlier when I brought up maybe uh, trading trading back in and getting Malik Neighbors and one of these offensive linemen. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Then you're cooking with some grease because then you got, you know, an offensive lineman. You got Tajay. You got um, DeAndre Hopkins. You have Malik Neighbors. You have Traylon Burks still because you're not getting rid of him until his rookie deal is up because we're paying him pennies at the moment. Those contracts – in the first round, or paid out pretty much in full, unless we moved him. For unless we, moved him, we don't, hard. we don't have that much part of that deal. Sure, sure, but I just don't see us taking anything other than an offensive lineman, whether it's Alt or the kid from Penn State. If um, 
Uh, if Marvin Harrison Jr. is gone, he better I don't... be a Hall of Famer. That's all I'm going to well, You want to secure his blind side. You want to secure. I yes, do, but, but it better be a guarantee. Because well, Marvin Harrison Jr. is a guarantee. guarantee. No, nothing Marvin Harrison Jr. is a guarantee. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, He's a guarantee. Yeah, but the, you know, anything could fucking happen. You don't know. Injuries could happen, you know, but both of these tackles seem to be, from what I'm hearing, you know, are. Top notch, can't not say can't miss, but more than likely they'll be starters for their team. So, you know, listen, we'll see. Is Skaronsky the real deal? I we couldn't even tell. He's looked right. good at times. He's not this the 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 fucking line around him has been atrocious. The guy on his left hip has been a rotating door. That I'm sure that hasn't helped him out. His whole line's been awful. We have to hope next year he takes a leap, and if we take a tackle, that they can mesh well together and be there for ten years together. You know. But I'm a big believer in getting in your getting your quarterback and then protecting him. That's, like, what, the Lions, that's what the Lions did, and everyone's and listen, we, don't do, we don't know what we're going to do in free agency. We can throw uh, the Lions throw the ball. We could throw a hundred million at at T Higgins for five years, twenty million a year. You know, and then we definitely go tackle in the draft. You don't know. We'll see. You got to see what money, we do in free agency. That's it's a lot of money. It is a lot, and he doesn't put. Sometimes he his he's injury ridden. At times, I've talked about it before. But he's going to get top dollar. He's getting at least twenty million a year from somebody. At least, yeah, twenty twenty five million. I don't see him taking anything less than twenty. So yeah, he's like anywhere from eighteen to twenty. AJ Brown's not even making twenty. Yes, he is. AJ Brown makes twenty five million a year. Twenty five. Oh, yeah. I thought it was. Like he got a, he got a hundred for four. So I mean, I don't know how they broke you know that deal up, but that comes to twenty five a year. I guess twenty would make sense. I'd say he's probably about five million less than AJ Brown. Yeah. Hey, and I don't doubt. Listen, and 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 uh, Cincinnati might franchise him. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that to keep them together another year. We'll see. A but it's gonna be a hefty franchise tag. Oh well, yeah, twenty four, twenty five million. So we'll see. But yeah, I mean, realistically, Marvin Harrison Jr. would be great. But I don't see us not taking a lineman unless we get him. I don't think there's any player we take um, over a lineman unless it's Marvin Harrison Jr. Well, time will tell, and we got plenty yeah. of it because we still got two weeks left of this fucking season and the playoffs. If for this, and season. correct me if I'm wrong. Something we can all agree on: Will Levis did not touch the field the rest of the year. No, of course not. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. And I, and I, of course, I have every feeling in the world creeping up on me that he's going to play uh, because you know that's just not a variable thing to do. If the starter's healthy, he's going to play. Um, unlike fucking you know, uh, Broncos are literally like, hey. Uh, we can't afford to have you get hurt, so we're going to sit you because we're going to pay you $50 million next year. But anyway, that's besides the point. Um, let's give a shout-out to our sponsors, and we're going to wrap up tonight. So, with that being said, it is time for the parade in Pasadena. Tradition meets college football action in one epic bowl game. And with DraftKings Sportsbook, you can make every play count. New customers can score $150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting $5 on college football. Download the app now and use the code Six Sports. New customers can score one hundred and fifty dollars instantly in bonus bets for just betting five bucks on college football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Six Sports. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler or visit www gambler Ah oh, man, that was close. Almost perfect. <laughs> Almost we're gonna, perfect. We're gonna bet with her how we're not gonna bet over. We're also gonna hope that this North Carolina Virginia game goes over the total for your boy's sake. But yeah, hopefully you want to uh, score, score prediction for this weekend, fellas, or what? Since we're we're gonna wrap up with one uh, 
podcast this week? What, who are we playing again? Houston? Texans. Texans. We'll oh. see Jay Stroud. Will Levis, maybe? Yeah. Uh, in Houston, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Houston. I'm going to go. Uh, I don't think Levis is going to play this game. I think they'll probably have him play the last game at home. So I'm going to go. Tannehill is going to score 10 points. Stroud's going to score 27. 27 10, Texans. That was my prediction last week, 27-10 for the Seahawks. Uh, I also agree. 10 was nine, my number for us, Al. I'm going to go 34-10. We take a shellac and shellac. Good, good. Yeah. Then we'll be able to hear, good job, Mike. You were supposed gonna, to get fucked up. Good job, gonna, brother. Let's get you an extension. I'm going to do something similar. I'm going to go 28-13. to 13. I don't see us scoring more than 13, 14 points. So. That's great. That's yeah. a good coach team. <laughs> so roster problem, man. I know. That's what I'm, know. That's what I'm leaning all right, on. All right, all right. All right. Dad, listen, FaceTime and talk about this some more. All right. <laughs> listen, Jeez, speaking right. of good, speaking of sponsors, before we go, I think the Titans should look into getting Viagra as a sponsor because they cannot finish for shit. So let's get that in the words. <laughs> sitting on that one all oh, all show. No, it's all show. I came with it at the start, and then okay. I've been waiting to say it. All right, guys, write that, write that one down. Yep. All right, write it down. This down. Okay. All right, guys. So everyone has a great rest of your week. We'll see you on the flip. And Happy always, New Year. Tighten up. Yeah. Happy New Year. Send me some out. Stay safe. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Talking Titans on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.